you have been warned. This radio program is going to have bold topics for bold Christians. Welcome to Empowered Radio with Laurie Dims. These are the worst of times, these are the best of times. Right now, it's Tim's time. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining me today. Let me introduce myself. My name is L'Oreal Timms. I'm an author and a speaker. And it's my passion to reach the lost and form the church in these last days. And to God be all the glory. I've been busy lately. It's why I haven't been doing regular shows. Uh, I'm in the process of moving. My apartment complex was taken over by a different management group. So <clears throat> they're doing uh, a lot of reconstruction and uh, updating everything and so uh, we have we're packing and you know some people are temporarily moving to another one and then when it when it gets finished they're moving back me I'm just moving and that's it so anyway we're in the process of moving so it's been a big mess around here that's for sure but it's a privilege and honor to be here and uh, let's get going today's topic is Satan's tactics my foundational scripture is 2 Corinthians 2.11. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. You know, today's show is about Satan's tactics. We as Christians have to empower ourselves with knowledge. You know, we've all heard the old saying, know your enemy. Well, we need to know. We need to know uh, what's going on, what we're facing. And so I know spiritual warfare uh, scares a lot of people and they don't uh, want to even talk about it. But, you know, we're in a war. This is it. We're in a war for souls. You're either on one side or the other. It's good versus evil. It always has been. And so Satan is pulling out all the stops now. He knows his time is short. He knows that uh, he doesn't have much time and uh, the tribulation is on his heels. Amen. So anyway, he's trying to take us down as many people or souls, I should say, as possible. Now, we as believers, he can't have our soul, but he can take our blessings. He can uh, disrupt us so we're not as effective. Uh, he can mess up our witnessing. And uh, we're going to talk about gifts, the gifts that we have. I'm not going to talk about the power gifts or the different gifts of the Spirit because there's quite a few of them. But uh, we're just going to talk about some of them. They're still giftings and we still have them. And so uh, I'm going to uncover how Satan uses our giftings against us. Now, allow me please to examine four different giftings and how he works. Okay. Now, the first one I'm going to go across is uh, go over is encouraging. This is a gift of encouragement. And you can just say edifiers. These are edifiers. Uh, not only do they edify the body as well, the other believers, but they also edify those that uh, need to be. Now, I'm going I'm to talk about this. And this is pretty interesting. So... Let's go in here. Let's get going here. The strength of an edifier is to uplift people, to give people something to look forward to. He or she always makes me feel good. You've heard that. Being a positive 
uh, word in a negative world. And, you know, I've heard this. I ride the bus and I mention this from time to time. And I hear people say, oh, I just can't wait till she comes on the bus. She just lights everybody up. She's so friendly. And, you know, people like that purge the atmosphere of demonic spirits and evil entities. So uh, it's important that we have those people. And so not only, like I said, not only is it a gift to the body, <clears throat> but it's always, I mean, it's also a gift to the downtrodden. You know, people that are down on their luck or depressed or going through a tough time, you know, and a blessing for the believer. You know, sometimes we just need a pat on the back uh, because we need to know that we're making a difference and that we're on the right track. Amen. Now, this is how Satan attacks your gifting of edification. And that is the weakness is Satan always attacks before you use your gift and hope that you won't use your gift. You know, you can see this is the good old Psych 101 here. Uh, very cunning. You know, the devil's very cunning. You know, they said in the garden, the Bible said in the garden, the snake was the most cunning of all creatures. And so the enemy is very cunning. And we have to be aware of the devil's tricks. Amen. Now, this is how he attacks first before you can go and edify anyone. Uh, it, this is uh, what happens. Uh, what would change your attitude or mood before you got ready to lift somebody, uplift somebody? So how about a few bad incidents happening personally to you? First, you might get up, and uh, now, it's not always the big events. Sometimes it's the small ones. The little stuff, it adds up. And uh, first, you get dressed for work. You spill coffee on your clothes. Oh, no. Now, you're probably running late. Second, your car starts acting up. Yeah, right, out of the blue. It was working fine before. What the heck happened here? Now you're losing your peace. That's for sure. Okay. And it finally starts. And now for the grand finale, Roadhog idiots pull out in front of you and almost cause a major wreck on the highway. I'm not laughing about the wreck, but just the Roadhog idiots. Because we've all encountered them. That's for sure. And, uh, and luckily, you moved out of the way. You can exhale, folks, that's for sure. As you moved out of the way to avoid a collision, you had to hit the gravel on the side of the road. What a day, right? Now, do you still feel positive? Do you really feel like uplifting or edifying a co-worker as you finally make it to work? And you're late to boot that. Well, probably not. You're, you would be too busy complaining like the rest of the ones who needed a lift up. Now you see how the enemy works. Now, I'm going to go to the next one. And this is a personal one for me. <clears throat> uh, 
There's another gifting. It's called giver. It's a gift of giving. And uh, I'm going to give you a little background on that. I didn't even know I had the gift of giving until every time I went to the store, I would buy every, everybody something but me. And I always got a kick out of blessing people. You know, seeing their face light up. I got a kick out of that. Even more than me being blessed. And so after a while, somebody says, you just really love to give to people, don't you? And I'm like, wow, I guess that's a gift that I have. Because uh, it's just something that I've always liked to do. I, I just always have. Now. Your strength is that you bless people. You have specific choices for certain people. You know, you might think, well, I'm going to bless this person with, uh, say, a necklace. So you go out and you buy a specific type of necklace that you know that they would really like or a different type of a, a thing you want to bless them with. Now, the weakness is shopping addiction. See, he gets you before you're even given the gifts. He tries to attack you there. Now, attacks before the giving. When you're addicted, you tend to buy things randomly. Okay? Now you don't specify what you're buying. Now, it's not about, your focus is not about blessing others. It's about accumulation, about you trying to buy as much as you can. Now, when do you, do you bless others specifically? The enemy will cause the receiver to reject the gift or complain. So it deters you from repeating the action. And I've had that happen. You know, there's always just somebody that no matter what they complain because you don't buy them a gift. But then when you buy them one, it's not the right one. They complain about that. They're just miserable people. They're just not happy no matter what you do. And after a while, you're like, why am I wasting my time buying them this when they're not going to like it? And so you see how the enemy uses that against you. Now, when you have a shopping buying addiction, it becomes a money addiction. You buy, you buy something, you spend, and uh, therefore you can't save anything. See, you buy things, you spend your money, you can't save any money. And when you really need it, the money, you don't have it because it's gone. You've spent it. Now, that's what happened to me. And so I know that from experience sake. Amen. Now, the third one is serving, a serving gift. This is a spiritual gift of serving. Sometimes it's referred to as a ministering gift. You know, basically you're helping those in need. I personally believe that all believers have a season of service at the beginning of their Christian walk. And I did. You know, the Lord had me. I was working in a nursing home and I was uh, serving people. And uh, remember, Jesus washed their feet and waited on them. He served them. And so... You know, we're supposed to be like Jesus. Amen. He's our role model, so to speak. So anyway, uh, this gift is a full-time gifting that is more prominent than a certain season in one's life. Now, the strength of this is to assist 
others where and when they need help and when help is needed. Uh, you can be cleaning the church. You can be cleaning the church after activities. You may work in the nursery. You may give other people rides if they need it. You may help in a food pantry. It covers a lot of different areas since we need so much help there. Well, the enemy Satan hates helpful people, especially Christians. Okay, the best attack in this area would be the ones that helping doesn't appreciate it or they just take advantage of your kindness. You know, you may go to pick them up. You're going to give them a ride. You've lined it up. You've made it uh, available in your schedule. And then when you show up, they're not even at home. See, they took advantage of you. Uh, or you may work in a food bank. And so, you know, you're working hard. You're giving out food. You're blessing people. But then there's always a group that complain. They complain the food's not what they like. It's, it's not good enough. It doesn't go with this or that. See, the list goes on. Amen. Now, people will indeed let you down. They will. So it's all about your attitude. It's all about attitude. You know, you hear attitudes everything. Well, it's some truth to that. Amen. So when you do something for someone, do it as unto God. He always appreciates you. He appreciates anything you do, and you'll always uh, get the kudos with God. Amen. You should do for others without expecting anything in return. And you know, the Bible says you may be uh, talking to an angel. It could be an angel that you're unaware of. So you never know. Do things for people just because it's the right thing. And goodness is its own reward. Now, always keep in mind that whatever you sow in people's life will be returned to you by your Heavenly Father. It's an investment. You know, an example is I gave clothes and furniture away to help a couple in need. And later on, when I was in a tight spot, I had just moved. I didn't have any furniture or anything like that. People blessed me with furniture and clothes because you do reap what you sow. Amen. Now, the fourth gift is the gift of mercy. You know, it's a gifting where you have extra compassion for those in distress. And you have the desire to make their life better or easier. You know, I mean, we all have mercy, but this is a gift of mercy. This is somebody that constantly wants to donate to charity, constantly wants to do things. This is part of their gift. And that's the strength of it. But the weakness is that the devil doesn't understand and accept mercy. He doesn't understand it. And he doesn't accept it. He hates mankind, period. The quickest way for him to get you neutralized, in other words, not merciful at all, is to set up a scenario like, for instance, a homeless man stands on the corner with a sign. He's asking for money. You feel sorry for this man. He's wearing tattered clothes or dirty clothes. He looks hungry and appears to need help. On top of that, car after car keeps passing him by, ignoring him. 
Oh, how terrible you would be thinking to yourself in your gifting. You'll step up to the plate, so to speak, and do something. You will. And as soon as you pull your car over and park and start to get out to walk over to him, he leaves and goes across the street and gets into his brand new $60,000 sports car. Wow. That just popped your balloon, didn't it? Well, so much for helping him. He drives a better car than you. See, the enemy plants seeds of doubt into your mind. This is what he'll say to you. Now, you don't trust anyone anymore. That's what he says. You've been the fool. You played the fool. And uh, how many times have you helped somebody in vain? You've wasted your time and your money. See, that's what the enemy does. He sows doubt in your mind and it stops faith. Now you don't trust anyone. And you can't judge the other 11 disciples by the one bad one, Judas. The same here. There are plenty of people that need help and you should help them. There's no doubt about it. But you know, we have to be careful because we as believers can be fooled and Satan knows mankind and how he thinks and works. But that's where we need discernment. How about asking God to lead us to the right person who needs help? You can't ever leave God out of the equation. He is the counselor, the ultimate one at that. His advice and direction is 100% accurate amen all the time period and it only takes a few seconds to inquire about a person or a situation now there you have it it's just that simple don't let the enemy trick you out of your blessings his motive is always to steal kill and destroy john 10 10 tells us that if the thief cometh only to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what he tries to do. Destroy your blessings. And uh, he's the father of lies. And there's no truth in him. Trust Jesus. The only one that truly loves you. And blessings will follow you. Amen. And amen. Well, I hope you've enjoyed that. And. This is a time in the show where I like to give everyone an opportunity to get in right standing with the Lord. Now, you've maybe you've never had an opportunity to get saved, or you've never taken the steps towards salvation, or maybe you have. Maybe you've just drifted away from your first love, and you need to rededicate your life to the Lord again. Agree with me now in your heart and your spirit while I say the sinner's prayer. Father God, I'm a sinner, and forgive me of all my sins. I believe that Jesus is your son and died on the cross and rose on the third day. I need you today to be my Savior and be Lord of my life. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Praise God if you made this decision. All the angels in heaven are rejoicing, and your family members in heaven are rejoicing too. You have made the best decision in your life, and you will never regret it, only that you didn't do it sooner. Amen and amen.
Welcome to the royal family. You are on the winning side. Praise God and to God be all the glory. Now that you know the truth, let it empower in your life. Amen and amen. Now, I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this program. And I hope that it's been a blessing to you. Join me next week for another empowering and bold topic. Proverbs 28, 1 says, The righteous are bold as a lion. And you know, that's the spirit of might. I just want to throw that in there. That the seven spirits of God, uh, the spirit of might is a spirit of boldness. So I pray for that. It's also a spirit of boldness, and it's also described as a spirit of fearlessness, and we need that. Boldness is not a personality trait, but acting by the power of the Holy Spirit, by urgent conviction in the face of some threat. We need to be bold in these last days, so pray for a spirit of boldness to come about you. Amen and amen. That's so important that we do. Now, you can get my books on Amazon and other online venues. Here's two of my books here. I just happen to have them. Here's Spiritual Journeys. This is my latest one. And then I have a Divine Appointment here. And these books are wonderful. The Lord anointed me to write this book. I went in my bedroom, locked the door, and wrote it in one weekend. And some of the stuff is prophetic because some of the stuff hadn't happened yet. This was 2012. And it's come to pass since then. Amen. In this book, Spiritual Journeys, this is, uh, I was in nursing for 25 years. In the last nine years, I traveled. I had to travel nursing. And the Lord blessed me. And these are the stories of uh, that I encountered. Now, I, start, I wrote the book. And then uh, I decided to add the three miracles at the very beginning of the book that happened to me to start it all off. So, I mean, it's really interesting. I mean, there's shocking stories. There's sad stories. There's funny stories. And so uh, it will definitely increase your faith. Amen and amen. Thank you about that. So, anyway, you can get my books on Amazon and other online venues. Uh, you can contact me by email at ltims at gmail.com. You can send in your questions and prayer requests. I would be honored to pray for you. And I'm available for speaking engagements as well. Now, you can go on uh, my archives on uh, anchor.fm forward slash empower-radio. Or you can go to OTTU Universal Media and uh, archives are there. And also on Spotify and podcast, you can go on there as well. So I have uh, lots and lots and lots of shows on the Internet. So just, you know, type them in. Some are radio, some are, are live broadcast. And so uh, go on there and enjoy them. And I hope they bless you. Thank God. And pass them on, you know, pass them on. Please donate to my ministry. I need your help. You can donate me through Cash App. It's at 
dollar sign LLT West. I appreciate your support. And uh, it means so much to me. And God bless you. Now, now when you get saved, if you took the sinner's, I mean, said the sinner's prayer, please uh, get you a good Bible. Start reading a couple of chapters a day in the New Testament and Old Testament and Psalms. And just go through the Bible. You know, if you go to the spots that's got all the names and the history part of it, you could kind of go through that real quick. But uh, go ahead and just get in with the Bible believing group. If it's nothing but a home group, uh, you need to assemble with other believers. And if you're coming out of a life of addiction or a life of, you know, uh, bondage in some way or another, uh, you're just going to have to find you some new friends and start all over and pray about it. The Lord will send some people to help you. And they are divine connections. Amen. And you will succeed. God bless you. And shalom. RTU Media has been operating since September of 2020. Since then, RTU Media has reached over 45 million people through our media outlets. RTU Media is changing for one purpose only, and that purpose is to bring to you the quality and outstanding media that represents our audience. Welcome to the new RTU Media. To hear this and more broadcasts like this one, go to RTU Media from the web. Also, you can find .tu Media on Roku, Amazon Fire, Android, and Apple iOS. This radio network is on .tu Media 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 56 weeks a year. Thank you for your support of .tu Media and this radio network. Thank you for listening to Empowered Radio with Lori Timms. Tune in next time for more bold topics for bold Christians. This broadcast is copyrighted by LLT Ministries and the Resilient Christian Radio Network.